0: Hello everyone and welcome to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs balance their juggling act. Today on the show, I have a very special guest. She is a best-selling author, an international speaker, and she teaches entrepreneurs how to speak and share their voice. She is from planet Earth. I want to welcome today Melissa Binkley. Melissa, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just honored to be a part of this.
0: Well, thank you, Melissa. You are an amazing woman, and you have um, quite the story and the journey. I've been watching you uh, with your travels lately. And what I would love to do is, as you know, it's a, it's a program for mompreneurs, and we both work with uh, entrepreneurs and mompreneurs, and I would love for you to share with my guest today um, a little bit about, um, you know, who
1: you are and um, a little bit about what you do. Okay, great. Well, uh, I am an intuitive intelligence uh, trainer, which is intuitive intelligence is my own process that I have created through years of studying that uh, brings in quantum physics and neuroscience and higher self-work and NLP and all of these great things to really work on transformation on a really deep level. So they call me like the female Tony Robbins. So I I do these uh, transformational breakthrough style events where um, I create interventions and really have... My clients uh, create a breakthrough in their life, and so I've, I've created this process that I'm now teaching to other people so that they can go out and use it, um, other entrepreneurs so that they can go out and use it in their businesses and in their uh, world so that they can uh, create transformations, and so I, I, um, I've been traveling the world since uh, for 18, 19 months now. I think it's been uh, in February of 2015. I said I'm done, packed up all my stuff and took off and have been um, speaking and doing events and uh, and teaching the intuitive intelligence work and teaching people how to uh, get booked on stages and speak and doing retreats and all sorts of cool stuff all over, which is why I say I 'm from Planet Earth because I kind of have just been a, uh, a traveling the world and speaking and really sharing uh, these messages with everyone and i 've created um, a company uh, created the Intuitive Intelligence Academy, which we are launching uh, next year, and the Love Society, which is a place for a resource for healers to come to a membership uh, place where they can, uh, healers, light workers, entrepreneurs, conscious creatives, all those can really come and connect in, get the resources that they need, get the, the self-care, the things that they need, and uh, mastermind and, and mentorship together. So I really work with... Um, these uh, amazing people on teaching them how to create pure prosperity in their business and lead lives that are healed from trauma and, uh, and the things that really hold us back from being in um, authentic alignment with our, with our lives.
0: Oh, how exciting. Uh, and I, I love it. Um, things that hold us back because that's um, very in line with what I work with my clients as well. I find that we have a lot of these different baggages, if you will, from our past. And oftentimes we don't even know that we're hanging on to them. Uh, So it sounds like you do um, an even bigger job with that. Um, So, Melissa, what do you enjoy most about what you do right now?
1: Uh, I really, honestly, it's it's the freedom that I have to create the life that I want. I, you know, that the... I really, really enjoy being able to just say, okay, I want to go do this, I want to go do that. Uh, I don't have anything holding me back or any, anything tying me down saying, uh, you can't, uh, you can't do that. And then just being able to see uh, the transformation that happens in my clients' lives, whether I only work with them for a day or over a three-day period for an event or whether I get to work with them for a year and a half uh, the transformation and the things that I see that I, that are created in their lives that they're then passing on to other people. Um, I you know, I have this 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 saying. It's called One Billion Rising, and it's about connecting and creating a legacy that changes a billion lives. And uh, the only way to do that is to uh, create this ripple effect that's happening. And so for me, that those two things, the having the freedom to just do what I what I want, and and being able to see people's lives transform are um, so empowering
0: oh I, I i can't can't agree with you more and as i'm uh listening to that one billion uh made me think about a training i had gone to that really hit home for me <clears throat> and they talked about when you find your purpose which is what you help teach people do and, and share their voice um and what, what did they say uh until you find your piece of the puzzle there are approximately one thousand other people in the world that are going to be lost until you find your purpose hmm. so that that one you know that gave me chills that day, and I thought, oh my gosh, so this is a big reason for me to figure out my purpose and share it and with you with the one billion, wow, talk about magnitude <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. <clears throat> Well, you know, one of the things that I like to talk about as far as mompreneurs is um, it's a different mindset, right? Uh, Showing up for yourself for work every day, making a business, making a life, and creating that freedom um, is a little bit different mindset than it is than showing up for someone else. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, um, what drives you to wake up each morning and go do the work that you do?
1: Uh, you know, in, when I first started this, the drive was definitely my daughter. It was, she was the one that drove me to transforming my life and to, to, uh, into this piece of, of making a change. Because before that I had a lot of trauma in my life. Uh, I had some eating disorders and drug issues, like lots of things going on. And she was my catalyst and my, my driver to get me into healing my life so that I could go out and heal others. Now. My driver is, is I freaking love what I do. I love my life. I mean, I have, every, you know, I can't, couldn't imagine, uh, I would be lost if I wasn't, to, I really honestly would. I, I, had, I have a, a, a coach, my spiritual teacher, who asked me, she's like, how, she's like, if you could no longer do what you're doing now, and you had to, I, she actually made me journal around this, and you had to wake up tomorrow, and you were not allowed to do this. She's like, how would you define yourself? What would you do? And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I, 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 honestly, it was part of my identity. It's who I am. it uh, mm-hmm. was really hard for me to, to discover. So, so uh, that's what gives me up now. It, it, but I needed my daughter. Like, my love for her was so strong that she's the one that pulled me up out of my crap. And, you know, that my love for her pulled me up out of my own um, crap and I made a decision. I just woke up one day and said, I can't do this anymore. I decide, I chose to make something different of my life and, um, and I did that she, for her and then it turned into doing it for me and now it's about this is just who I am and I love what I do. <laughs>
0: you know, it, I love hearing you say that. I love my life. And um, a few years ago... I, I really enjoyed what I did a lot, um, and I was really good at it, but it hasn't been until I really found this purpose and this passion, as you are, and I can truly say every morning, I love my life. Um, and I think that's a, a great blessing to pass along to everyone on the planet. And um, Speaking of your daughter being the catalyst, was there a specific event or point in time which helped you really make the decision to go in this direction?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in um, 2009, so seven years ago, I, um, it was, I, so I've been an entrepreneur since my early 20s. And there was a, uh, one point in time when I first moved to uh, – I lived in Florida for 12 years. When I first moved to Florida that I actually went and got a job for about two and a half years. And I woke up one day and my partner had left me. Uh, I had lost that job, that two-and-a-half-year job, and I had gotten evicted from my apartment all within six months. And uh, <laughs> so I was homeless without a job and, and had lost uh, my, uh, my significant other all within a very short amount of time. And uh, I literally stood in the middle of my uh, living room as I was packing the things to get out of the apartment that I had been evicted from, and I just was like, I need a breakthrough. Like, I don't know what I'm, what's going on here, but something has to change. And I had already started healing my life at that point and had started transforming and had, you know, gotten rid of the eating disorders and, you know, the drugs and all that. So, I, it was, so this was the final breakthrough. I said, before every break um, through there's a breakdown. You must break down old beliefs, ideas, and habits to break through to a new existence. And this was my breakdown. This was like my whole life just fell apart because something greater and, and bigger and different was coming for me, but I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. Um, I had been um, in fitness and nutrition my whole life before that, before this short period of time at a job and, uh, you know, and things like that. And so um, I didn't know what it was, but I knew at that moment that I, that that something had to change because I had this beautiful daughter who at the time was, uh, I think 11, yeah, 11 years old. And I was like, I have to, I, I, you know, I, I had, she would have been my catalyst five years prior to getting healthy And so now she was, again, like, I'm like, I have, I can't live like this. I have to figure out what's going on. Why is all this stuff around me falling down? And, um, and how can I, and how can I do that? And so I just asked the universe, I said, I need help. I have, I need, I need something. And within months, people just started coming into my life that would give me one piece of it, a different piece of it. I just started opening up and listening to my own intuitive intelligence, my own, uh, you know the, the the divine matrix listening to what was being pulled to me and just started taking one small step at a time towards my future and then i mean in seven years i 've built a wildly internationally successful business uh, and now I teach other people how to to do that so that was um but that was definitely my that was my my aha breakthrough like breakdown moment uh that I had to really look at and I can remember. You know, just really that, the shame that comes with that, and there's a lot of bad mother syndrome and all these types of things that come from all of those years that I have had to shed over time and really heal.
0: Mm. Wow, what a story! And what I also heard was the the powerful part about knowing that you had to hit that that bottom, that that total breakdown, in order to have the breakthrough, and mm-hmm. uh, knowing something had to change. And what yeah. I what I love about this story. And what I share with um, women in my circle are, it's about that, the part that you said, you know, ask the universe and being open to listening and having one piece at a time fill in. It doesn't necessarily fall into your plate all at once, not in that perfection part at all, but it really is about, you know, being open and listening to what's going on. Wow, that's powerful.
1: Yeah, it is. What a story.
0: What a story. Well, over the seven years that you have been um, building this uh, international business, now you've had your daughter in your life this whole time, and mm. as a mom how how do you kind of do that downtime when you How do you relax when you're not focusing on your business?
1: Uh, how do i I mean I'm a big nature person, so definitely mm. you know getting out and enjoying nature, uh, you know Michaela and I. Uh, well, we both, we both love sports. Uh, you know, her her and I, I would take her and do CrossFit. We'd go do CrossFit together. We'd do fun things, get out in nature, go to the beach and surf, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. And definitely big into uh, anything that connects into nature. Um, and, and so I, also because she's so she's so busy and she's in sports and all these things uh, you know she travels with me everywhere, so she has worked for me since she was fourteen uh, I hired her, and um so therefore she has got to travel the world with me like we just spent almost forty days in Europe together this summer uh, you know, we, she uh, gets she fly she would fly in for my my large conferences and my events and she would do, she do my graphics and does, you know, writing and all this cool stuff. And so she's a, she's incredible. And so we, we, um, we just enjoy chilling together. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, it's because of my bad mom syndrome. Like I always thought that I had to fill every moment that we weren't doing, you know, that with like things to do like so much. Mm-hmm. And finally one day mom, she was like, mom, I don't care if we do anything or not. We can, we, you, just being here with you is enough for me. And I was like, oh really i'm like huh i like that's such a odd you know because i i really did i felt like i have oh i would pack our summers full of like let's go do this go do this and then you know all these things trying to make up for me not feeling like a good mom and when she finally said that to me one day i was like oh just being with me is enough hmm Mm -hmm. wow that's that's huge (laughs) you know i was like oh okay uh we don't have to do all of these things i mean we still enjoy it we've gone on and deep sea fishing in key west or you know like uh you know all these cool cool things but it was it was so powerful to hear her say that we didn't need to or have to do anything extravagant or crazy or fun that just spending time together was enough so we go over like um uh, my family lives, my sister lives in Columbus, Ohio, and um, that's actually where my daughter is right now. She's going to Ohio State. She just started. And uh, so every time we're in Columbus together, we go to Jenny's ice cream. That's like our thing, you know, we go sit and have her, it's the best ice cream in the world. Uh, so just simple things like that, that are, um, are ways that we spend time together in our downtime.
0: Oh, I, I love it. Well, that's part of what I was going to ask you um, in a minute is really about that quality time. I know so many moms, uh, business women, they, they do struggle with that mom guilt and uh, spending quality time versus quantity time. And that was a great description, especially um, for those women who listen, who, who have um, a smaller number of children, one or, or two. It's a little bit easier to, to balance and find that time. And we've talked about this on uh, some of my other shows, that children, no matter how old they are, oftentimes it's really just about being present with them in the moment, yeah. That's yeah. that's all they need. That's all they
1: want. She needed to teach me that. I didn't know that that was enough. She had to actually teach me that, which was pretty powerful. I was like, oh. And you know what? She's such a conscious um Um, she's such a conscious now young woman, um, but daughter of mine, you know, um, so she's always teaching me lessons about that. Like, I'll be like, I wish I had been at your age, had, had, had any kind of, you know, inkling of that. I was like, where would I be in my life now? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And so it's so amazing that they, that they can teach us so much about just presence and um, enjoying the moment and that, and that, you know, we are enough, that it is enough. Uh, which is so powerful because, I mean, I you know, I definitely had not enough, good good enough, not enough syndrome for many years of my life. And just to hear, oh, no, you're enough. It's enough just this. I'm like,
0: oh,
1: mm. ah, yeah.
0: But, but not good enough syndrome, yes. I think there are way too many, um, especially women in the world, who suffer from that syndrome. Well, all right, so I'm curious. So you've shared with me how you um, have great quality time. Um, I think there's a lot of people that might be listening who – might even be a little envious of the relationship that you have. It sounds wonderful having your daughter work with you and travel with you. Um, I just it puts a big smile on my face because I can kind of picture that as my youngest one is coming up into her pre-teen years. I keep telling her all the time, you're so smart and you're going to be doing all this stuff for me in a very short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm curious, you know, a lot of women, they're, they're, they struggle um, with, you know, what I, I consider balancing um different areas of our life and as as business women we focus on our our, our business it's got to work it's got to make money and then i have the house the and environment and my children in time and one of the things that i try to teach them is don't have that mommy guilt don't have that guilt because when you're run down you're not helping anybody Mm-hmm. And so I want to ask you, Melissa, so as, as a woman who's been building this international business and you have a great relationship with your daughter, what do you do for yourself for that guilt-free time? How
1: do you indulge and refill your cup of energy? Yeah, you know, this has been one of the biggest things that I've had to learn and one of the uh, one of the challenges for me. And even though I teach it, it's still one of the challenges for me that I really had to step into uh, I used to be like, oh, you know, I work out. I go, I do my CrossFit. I do my yoga. I, you know, I, I do that kind of stuff. And but i was still always feeling like we're a little run down and not ever, you know, working too long of hours. And finally, one of my spiritual teachers, she's like, okay, so let's just do some math here. She's like, like well, you're very analytical. Let's look at it this way. She's like, how many hours on a weekly basis are you giving to other people? And I was like, I, mm-hmm. you know, added it all up between my clients and everything. And she's like, now how many hours a week are you receiving? Uh, you know, by taking yoga or massages or anything from other people. And I added up and it was such a huge discrepancy between the two Mm -hmm. that she's like, no wonder you're always feeling like you're not, like not, you know, that you're getting never caught up and that all these things happen. And that was, it was a real aha for me because I thought I was doing enough. You know, I'm like, I meditate every day. I journal, I have my morning rituals. I do my stuff at night, but I wasn't, doing enough to balance the amount that I was giving out. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I have been really conscious of that. So like learning to be a receiver has been really powerful for me. So now I've been traveling for all of this time. And so one of the ways that I receive is is every every city, country that I go to, I have friends. And um, I have allowed myself now to – See, you know, for those friends and they'll be like, come stay with us, come see me, you know, come, mm-hmm. come hang out. Let me, let me, you know, pamper you or let me come, you know, be with us and I'll come and they'll cook dinner and I'll hang out with them or, you know, uh, they'll, they'll take me out or something. And I it took me a really long time to be able to accept that and be okay with that. Uh, you know? Um, so that, that's a piece of it. Uh, then uh, the others is, um, you know, I, I love to read and I had stopped reading for years uh, because, you know, except for like for work, like, you know, I got to read this stuff right. for work. I started reading for my enjoyment again. So I always <laughs> try to read at least 10 pages a day at something that's for me. That's just, I love to do it. I mean, my undergrad degree is in uh, English, early American lit and creative writing. And so, I mean, you know, it's like, I, I it's part of me. Like I, I, I read my, my, the first book that I, you know, I remember in the fourth grade, uh, I read the, um, John Jake's uh, North and South Trilogy, which each book is a thousand pages a piece, and my friends are like, you're reading that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in the fourth grade, right? Uh, You know, so reading was always a big piece for me, so that's something else that I do for myself. Um, And then I go camping and hiking um, almost every weekend now. Like, uh, I was in California for the last two months, and every weekend I went to Big Bear Lake, I went to Yosemite, I went to Sir, like oh, you know wherever, and I would go pack, pack my backpack and my camping gear, and I go camp out in nature and completely get get away from social media and then a digital detox. So um, <laughs> for me, nature is my thing. Like I'm headed to France for the whole month of November, and every and I guarantee you. I will be in some other mountain somewhere every weekend doing something really cool. Like when we were there this summer, I went to Parque de Gran Paradiso and my daughter and I hiked that and we were in the Swiss Alps and we hiked up the Swiss Alps. And like, so, you know, that's things that I love for me that I do. Um, I'm also Mm -hmm. big into the energies of the world and the moon. I'm like, I'm a goddess. Like, you know, I'm big into the high priestess and the goddess energy and things like that. So, um, I always do like the full moon stuff and the new moon stuff. That's all really ritual stuff. That's just for me that I love to do.
0: Oh, how, how amazing. Um, I like how you started out saying this was a big learning curve for you. And yeah. the more that you talked, the more energy you produced. that you could just hear how <laughs> excited you are. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. Cause you know, you start out going, Oh, that was just not an easy thing for me to get. But, and it's so true. Um, And I appreciate you and thank you for that transparency because I I know a lot of women really, they, they suffer from this actually, um, that balance of giving versus receiving, uh, some Mm -hmm. of the women have the, they feel guilty by taking time for themselves. They're going to get a massage or hanging out in nature. Um, so thank you. And I hope everyone could hear Melissa's energy. That was just, I love that. (laughs) We have a lot of things in common. We'll have to talk later. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, so one of the other things I'd like to ask uh, to help my listeners out or talk about maybe a specific challenge that you might have faced during this um, building of your business. Was there anything that you can put your finger oh. on that might have been a specific uh, difficulty or challenge that you had to face? And, yeah, I um, mean, yeah,
1: I, I have completely almost lost my business. I mean, then, you know, I built it so big and so fast and didn't have a good foundation. Um, so I was being supported by people but like my team that I was supported by Um, I've hired some family, I, you know, besides my sister, I, I mean, besides my daughter, uh, you know, did, did some different things, uh, you know, trying to help out people. And so that my biggest challenge was, is I always took care of everybody else before I took care of myself. I'd pay everybody. I wouldn't pay myself. I would, you know, all these things. And because of that, my foundation and my systems weren't, uh, as strong as I needed them to be and everything collapsed on me. Uh, because I was running these conferences every year and doing this stuff, and all of a sudden, I didn't have enough of a of a foundation for it to hold um, the the growth of the business, and so I had to completely restructure. So I'm actually in the process of that restructuring right now. I fired uh, my COO, I um, got rid of my team, and like changed all my stuff up, and, um, and you know, in the process of completely rebuilding with new. With a really strong foundation in new systems in, in a new way, because um, it, if you don't have the right support system, you, that's all I can say. And especially as a, as a mother, um, and, and but every entrepreneur, you must have a support system that that. that that supports you if you're, if you're going to make it more than a hobby. And 95% of all small businesses and business owners may only make thirty dollars to $50,000 a year. I can't live on that. I don't know about anybody else. But um, if you want a business that is a six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure business, you must have a support team that is going to, um, and even if you start out with one person, but you've got to have some that is a support team to, to do that. And that's whether that's coaches and mentors or master, you know, I, I run a mastermind, masterminds, whatever it is, you've got to create that system for yourself and have that support. Otherwise you are going to have challenges and you're going to do what, which is what I did. I literally, uh, I almost, you know, I almost went bankrupt. I was, I, I got to a point where I lost lots and lots of money. I had a lot of, a lot of things happen. I, um, I almost was like, I got to a point where it's like, Oh my God, am I going to be homeless? Like I was in 2009 again. Like I, you know, I was scary, but I had to go through that restructuring to realize where I had made the mistakes. And I, and I, that my, that was my biggest challenge, and I and I see it as, uh, you know, with all of the women that I work with and uh, the entrepreneurs and stuff. That's one of the biggest things is understanding that you can't do it alone, and you must have a support system that will um, that will be there for you uh, as you grow.
0: So don't do it alone, and get a good support system. Really good advice. Do you have any other tips for those mompreneurs on how to balance that business and self-care with children? Because you sound like you have really learned a lot and you're doing really well at that.
1: Yeah. So I have a formula that I use to start out with. Now I obviously go way beyond this now, but when I first was trying to figure out how to take care of myself um, and and have that balance, I call it the 15-1-1 formula. So I say 15 minutes a day, set your alarm, do it, no matter what, take 15 minutes for yourself. So whatever that looks like for you, whether it's you go outside and you ground or you do sun gazing or you journal or you meditate or, you know, whatever that is, sit in the bathtub for 15 minutes and hide with the door closed. I mean, I don't know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) depending on how many kids you have, that might be the perfect one. Um, You know, whatever that is, take 15 minutes a day, non-negotiable for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then one day a week, take an hour or something longer. So whether it's a walk on the beach, you know, a meditation yoga class or uh, reading or, or locking yourself in the bathroom and hiding in the (laughs) bathroom for an hour. I mean, you know, whatever that is one, at least one time a week, something longer. And then one day a month, I say, do what I call live as if, and that means literally step into the life as if it already existed the way that you want it to in the future. So, uh, that means, you know, go take the full spa day. I have a client that what, I have, what she's doing now is, is she literally tells her husband and her kids and her family, I'm going to the hotel. And she rents a hotel for a night, takes a spa day, and stays overnight at the hotel and comes back the next morning. Like, live as if you already have everything that you want. Uh, for me, that's my, you know, my, my goal is uh, since I travel the world, I take Uber everywhere, right? I, I use Uber mm-hmm. so much. In New York, they have um, um, Uber Helicopter. I want to do Uber helicopter. Like, that's my live as if, you know. Uh, very do cool. Think, do see things that are, um, you know, be, uh, beyond your scope right now, but for, and do it one day because you will start to create the brain in a way that will do that. And um, so that's another way of taking care of yourself and doing those things, so living as if. So that 15 one formula is transformational. It's very powerful. And if you start doing that on a regular basis, you're going to start to see more – uh, I don't know, I wouldn't like to call it balance because I don't believe we have balance in our lives, but you will be able to see more uh, ways for you to take care of yourself and, and enjoy your life more and your business more than where you're at right now.
0: I love it. What a great idea, Fifteen one one Well, Melissa, as we kind of wrap up this time, I always like to ask everyone, um, because we're always in the process of growing and changing. And yeah we always want to be our best and do our best. And it's part of a whole transformation, which uh, you and I are both part of. So looking ahead into the future, is there one skill or one thing that you believe that you would like to change or improve that you feel would benefit you in having that more balanced life or happier life?
1: Ah, uh, Good question. Um, one skill. Yeah. You know, for, I think for me, um, my, my skill that I would love to have more is discernment and hiring. <laughs> yeah, say that uh, again. D- Discernment and hiring. So mm. I hire from my heart instead of from my head when I hire people mm. to work for me. <laughs> and, um, and, and, that, and, and that has in the past gotten me in a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, I'm like, I love you. I don't care that you can't do what I need you to do. You're awesome. Right. <laughs> or I love you. Your family, uh, and so, one of the things that I really either I need to either I need to hire somebody to hire for me, or I need to have the discernment <laughs> to really understand how to hire somebody coming from a place of, uh, you know, can you do the job? Is this the way? You know, what it, what are your skills and things like that? So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely my 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 uh, my challenge, and what I what I would love to have a better skill at. So, if anybody knows any way to do that, let me know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very good. And as we finish up. Um, I, I think you had mentioned to me before that you might have a little golden nugget that you would like to share with the listeners.
1: Yeah. So you, um, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite quotes. And, okay, um, and so this is, and the reason why it's one of my favorite quotes is not only because um, I actually quoted it, but because it just got, it's getting published um, in a fine art photography book. And so, mm. you know, you've made it when your quote gets published with fine art photography in a book of all quotes and fine art photography. So I'm like, Woohoo! <laughs> uh, so congratulations. So Thank you. Um, but it says, so the quote is this, fear whispered in my ear, you're not strong enough to withstand the storm. Today, I whisper back, I am the storm. And so... Mm. I feel like when I talk about this, and this is my this is my quote, and why I say that is, how many times do we have that fear whispering in our ear? So you can't do it. You're not enough. You can't you can't make it through. And um, and when you flip that on its on its uh, side, and you realize that you are the whirlwind, you are the persistence in the and and you are everything that fear is, is telling you that you're not. You will withstand anything. And um, so, you know, fear whispered in my ear, you're not strong enough to withstand the storm. Today I whispered back, I am the storm.
0: Beautiful. Well, congratulations with that. That's a wonderful, beautiful accomplishment. Can't wait to see that. Well, I want to thank you today for being such a fun one um, guest on this show. I I do hope that everyone has enjoyed um, your interview as much as I have. And um, everyone, please, you know, rate the show um, and iTunes, give a five star. Please tune in for next time. Oh, and I almost forgot to ask, Melissa, how how do my listeners get in touch with you or find out more about you and your books or your speaking engagements?
1: Yeah, so you can go to my personal website, which is melissa.binkley.com. It's just my name, easy melissabinkley.com or you can shoot me an email at melissa at melissabinkley.com and you can watch out for what we're creating in the intuitive intelligence academy at intuitiveintelligenceacademy.com so uh that's it's really simple and easy those are the best ways to get a hold of me and and that's
0: also going to be up there with your information with your interview so if you did miss that verbally you can replay it or you can check it out in print Um, Again, everyone, thank you so much. I appreciate your time, Melissa. Uh, You and I need to be in touch because I think you have so much more to share in future episodes if you'd be willing to do that. Um, So I'm just going to say goodbye for now. Join us next week, everybody.